Patrick, how are you? What's going on? Sarah, how are we doing today? All is well, all is well. Um, I do have a good story for you. Um, Go ahead, Chef. Of, do, of, do tell. Do tell. Of California. Spill, spill of California. the tea. Well, spill the tea. It's a it is a a a Paulini perspective exclusive and the Sarah. Perspective. Yes, I love it. It's really not that riveting, but for the second time in a year since living here, you know, when I first moved out here, my mother-in-law had her wallet stolen, credit cards racked up, all this stuff at the Grove. Over the weekend, our building, this is, so going on two months now, our building was broken into, bunch of packages stolen. Um, we had hundreds of dollars and, you know, items that we had ordered stolen. And our lo- I, I love California. I hate to say this, but our lovely neighbors, you know, we, everybody was notified or whatever. And our, one of our neighbors said, well, you know, they've, they've stopped SNAP programs here in uh, Los Angeles County, which is a $300 stipend to people who are um, less fortunate. And, you know, people are really, it's, it's really hard for people. And then our other neighbor said, you know, cause we're like riled up. We're like, why don't we have security? This is crazy. And this is like the second or third break in the two months ago, somebody put a ladder to the second story of our building to steal. Oh my two gosh. Bikes. I live in a good neighborhood. And, uh, then our other neighbor said, well, maybe we could just start picking up each other's packages. And I'm like, guys, how about we demand that our <laughs> building security cameras? How about we call the police? I It's interesting to me in California. Maybe it's everywhere now. But, you know, no matter what happens to you in some form of a misdemeanor here, it's always your fault. I know. It it's is. Always your fault. And I just wonder where that mindset comes from. It's... I agree with well, my neighbor. Well, it's just like here. Like, <clears throat> now they're putting the onus, not completely, but a large emphasis on businesses like in Silver Spring and, and some other areas that are having high rates of crime in Montgomery County. They're putting the onus on the businesses to protect themselves. Like, they're demanding they have or they're mandating they have certain cameras out front, like – why is it the business's responsibility to protect themselves? Like, I don't know. Why do you think that? Did you see, too, the story this week that Target expects to lose $500 million in retail theft in the past year? I mean, I don't know. Are they making so? I guess maybe capitalism is so good, right? Maybe they're making so much money. $500 million is a great write-off. They don't care. But, it, I mean, isn't that like, am I the only one that's, like, shocked by the theft? And no one seems uh, to be bothered. I know. I just don't understand where we're at, where not everybody, a lot of people, you know, agree with us, but where this mindset of, I agree, you know, people who can't, we need programs, you need WIC programs, you need SNAP, you need these programs 100%. But why can't we simultaneously prosecute people who steal and also get benefits? I'm so lost. Like, why is that an excuse? Like, anyhow, rant over. So there you go. Um, California living baby. So, no one so, was so that so that's your rant, right? Yeah, I mean, we've had we had another theft a couple of weeks. Ago. We've we've had multiple thefts in the past uh, two months, and none of our neighbors are worried. Like no one, no one. I, Schman and I are the only ones that are like, guys, like let's demand. They, no, they're like the the ladder to the second floor balcony didn't bother anybody. Somebody had a laptop stolen and a backpack stolen out of their car, and they didn't lock it, so that. You know, that could happen anywhere. Uh, then we had someone break in. Uh, I'm just like, 
No one's no everybody is like oh, <sighs> oh oh wow wow we haven't had this problem. Well, in a while. you know what's concerning, and you and I like, have chatted about this briefly. What's very concerning to me is that this, as crime increases, whether it's you know theft, assault, uh, you know, you know just just a group of of individuals going into a retail chain and grabbing whatever they want and walking out. <clears throat> um, the line is moving, I believe, of what's acceptable or what you'll have to just put up with. Right? I agree. I think you're okay. Keep going. No, and that's it. I'm just saying that's a concern. Like it's oh, they're only jumping the turnstiles. Oh, they're only <clears throat> taking some some. You know, it's only under two hundred dollars we're taking from the store. Oh, they're only you know they're they're a fifteen year old. They they stole a car. Well, now they're using a gun to steal a car, and now they're going on a school bus. These are all real things here, where a 14-year-old allegedly pulls a gun and pulls the trigger to go shoot somebody on the school bus. Thank goodness it locked. Um, but And then, you know, so there's the line on the crime, the level of crime, and there's also this line now on who's an adult, who should be charged as an adult, We've talked about this. If you're a 14-year-old or a 15-year-old and you go to shoot somebody or do an armed carjacking, I'm sorry. I, you shouldn't get out in four or five years. I just don't, like, sorry. Like, I, listen, I get you shouldn't maybe put a kid who's 14 years old in jail for life. I get that. But they shouldn't get out of 21 either. Like so, there's just this level of acceptance now of what is allowed. Yeah, it's really uh, sad, actually. I don't know. I think because it's aren't you in some ways depriving people of a lesson too? I mean, you know, for some people, I don't know. Maybe that prosecuting them for theft would be a wake up call in some ways. It just is very. um, I'm. I don't know. I I don't know. I've lived in. cities now for like the past 20 years like liberal cities so i guess i don't know what it's like in other parts of the world now but it's just the attitude here of of well it's um, also like the like did you have you followed this city bike story in new york oh with the with the nurse right the the paid for the bike but the guy hopped on the bike right is that one so okay and there's two sides of the story a nurse from bellevue hospital new york According to her attorney, paid to for a city bike. Yes. You know, the city bikes, right? On the street. Yes. And she has the she receipt, go- right? Yeah, she has the receipt, can. according to the attorney. She goes out to get the bike. There's five teenagers there. Uh she claims were harassing her, trying to take the bike. They say it was their bike. She, you know, argues with them on video. I don't exactly know what she said, but I believe she said something derogatory to the teens being filmed obviously the entire time and she gets crushed on social media. She's called a racist. She's called a this, she's called a that. Uh, maybe she is, maybe she isn't, but you know, then you got the attorneys who, you know, she has an attorney. Um, civil rights attorneys on the other side are coming out. She gets put on leave from the hospital. Her attorney says they're going to sue. I, I just like 
it's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. Okay. Like if it was her bike, she had every right to grab the bike. If it wasn't her bike, well, you know, why is a six month pregnant woman who's a nurse yelling at five teenagers? Uh, you know, was there a scam going on? Was she in the wrong? Let the facts play out. But she's getting vilified on social media. They want her fired. I, I just I don't think she will this, be though. Until I mean, unless well, I don't know. Listen, if she if it wasn't her bike and she was saying derogatory things to teens, and yeah, either way, I don't think she should be fired. But maybe you know, certainly. But it's just, what are we doing in this society where that's the first reaction is? You know, let's let's find out what happened. What are the facts? It's just it's this rush to, um, you know, it's it's like this the big subway, you know, the marine on the subway. Yeah, but don't you think the tides are changing? Both of these individuals. I mean, this guy on the subway isn't it something that GoFundMe or whatever is like over a million dollars to support? His, I know, I mean, but he. That's a lot of and, support and, and, from people. Then the and the city bike woman, she has over a hundred. I mean, I think people are feeling what you're feeling. I, I guess. I don't know. Too, you look. Well, at, I don't know what I'm feeling. I, I'm, I'm just feeling like let the facts play out. But they're trying to make. Listen. It's sad the guy died on the subway. I don't know what his intentions were. He definitely has a checkered past. He clearly has mental illness. The Marine, I don't believe, had any intent to kill this individual. If you watch the video, there was two other people who were there. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of things that can be true here, right? But yet it's very, no pun intended, very black and white on social media. It's either, oh, he's a killer. He intended it. Oh, you could stop somebody without choking them. Like everyone has, like there's all these experts, right? But, you know, there's videos on the New York subways where people were punched, where, you know, people were getting in people's faces, right? At what point do you help? Do you not help? Are we just going to have a society now that doesn't intervene, doesn't help, doesn't care about the human person next to them? I, I just... You know, you yes, it's a, it's an it could be an unfortunate, very tragic ending. But also, there maybe was no intent by him to 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 really do harm, right? Well, that's what they have to prove, right? I mean, I would think that's very hard to prove that he. Set I out- just it just seems like the like, I it's also to me like if this is Texas or Florida, he's not getting charged. It's liberal New York and he's getting charged. It's just, that's the society we live in. Everything's politics. Everything is politically motivated. Everything has a political taint to it, a political side to it, whether it's how to deal with crime. It's, I don't know when that happened, five years, 10 years it's just everything's political speeches are political everything's political sports everything it's all political i mean i my theory my theory stays the same but like (laughs) but like you and i told like britney griner very happy she's out very happy okay In, in any other world any other civilized world misdemeanor charges right for what she did Right, should not have been in prison forever. We get that, but she's also not a hero, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I right. I, I, she's I mean, just not right. There's nothing. There's nothing heroic that she did. She got arrested. She committed a crime. It should have been a misdemeanor in any anywhere else. But Russia used it as politics. She should not have been in jail for as long as she was, nor should Paul Whelan, nor should other people who are being kept. You know, I, I know I joke, but it's like a lot of things can be true. There's no nuanced conversation anymore. There's no right. nuanced position. Right. It's either she's a hero, he's a villain, uh, cops are bad, they're good. Like it's just there's no nuanced approach to anything anymore. And it's very, you know, and that's like, you know, it's a good segue to the presidential election. You know, I, I do feel like people like the the city bike woman, right? Like at first, yeah, it, it you know, checked all these boxes of um, a racist incident, right? But then I do feel like that story is changing a lot. I think I feel like you're seeing other headlines of like, you know, well, this wasn't what you her, thought it was or something, you know? I, I agree with that, but you know, her life, let, let's assume for one second she was correct. Her life is not completely different at this point, right? Now, you also can have a situation where somebody's trying to take the bike you paid for, a piece of, you know, another, you know, something you bought in a store and somebody else tries to grab it or whatever. And I don't think you should be referring to them in racist terms, right? I mean, how if somebody cuts in front of you in a yeah, line, yeah. you're not going to call them a racist name. Yeah, exactly. That That's wrong. Right. <laughs> right? So by no means am I suggesting that she should – and I don't exactly know what she says. I got to be honest with you. I've watched the video four times. It's hard to understand. But you can't just throw out racist slurs. You just can't, right? Nor should you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so again – Multiple things could be true. She could be in the right. It could have been her bike. She could have felt nervous. She could have been, you know, argumentative. They could have been argumentative. But, you know, you still can't throw out racist terms. So I just, you know, I, I don't know. And it's, a, you know, I look at like Tim Scott, right? Tim Scott announcing has no, has no chance of Has no chance of getting in. Oh, all right. I, I, I shouldn't say that. Well, maybe if Trump implodes. Wow, okay. DeSantis looks like DeSantis is beginning to look like a much weaker national candidate than maybe we originally had thought. Uh, but Tim Scott seems to have nuanced approach to conversations. No, but will it work? I mean, he seems so sensible. No, no it won't work. It won't oh, work. That's so depressing. Because, because that's that's not what the left and the right want. They don't want nuanced conversations. So it will work, you know. I mean, when Bill Maher is your, you know, moral compass now. Oh, I do. I like Bill we, a lot. We, we, that's crazy. I enjoy right? Bill. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think he's very reasonable. I think that's one of the best shows on television. It just does a great job of different voices, but I think just like calling it, it, it's like it's like the gun stuff. These these right wing nut jobs who don't want to do anything regarding high capacity weapons, m increased background checks, maybe longer waiting periods for anything above, you know, a handgun who, you know, on and on and on. They claim, oh, 
Yet they're the same people who are afraid that a drag show is going to somehow ruin a kid for life. I know. Right? It's, I, that's so where I we think gotta, DeSantis. We got to protect the children, right? Got to protect the children. Yet they do nothing to protect the child when it comes to guns, right? Yeah, I, but, I mean, how but, the you... oppo- but the opposite is true in inner cities where, you know, they claim all the, you know, gun violence in Texas or this or that. Yet, you know. Look what's happening in your own city. Go prosecute people. Right? We talked last week, Bowser. You know, the, the US the, the uh US prosecutor in, in DC has failed to prosecute sixty seven percent of the crimes uh arrests or whatever. So like like <clears throat> multi pronged approach to all these issues. Uh, is you know we need we need real leaders we need adults we need people who aren't I mean, gonna we, have we need companies we need companies we need companies that aren't gonna cave to pressure so quickly and throw their employee under the bus we need companies who are gonna wait for the facts to come out we need people who are gonna wait for the facts to come out we need real serious people are unserious now they have a personal agenda or their institution has an agenda or their organization has an agenda. And that's their focus, not what's right. So anyway, that's my that's my that's my spiel for the day. But wait, we have real leaders, don't you think? Tim Scott is great. Why? Why do you think? I I, I think so. Maybe I don't know him well enough. But but Trump, listen, no, Trump's getting the nomination. Like he he's like sixty five percent. It's a joke. Yeah, but these polls, I mean, we've we've talked about these polls for years. They never, they're always wrong. People change at the last minute. You know, somebody could beat him by four points, five points. I mean, it might be close, but I think there's a chance somebody else. I mean, I don't know how you feel. I feel like Ron DeSantis, all these like the the gay issues are like, uh, I just feel like he's so bogged down in all that crap you know it's like dude how is this gonna translate i I, I will i was i thought the santas was gonna be a very serious serious candidate yeah uh i think he i think he's just all over the place like six-week abortion fighting with disney um you know I think he's just fighting cultural wars just to fight them, uh, banning book. And again, I'm not saying he's doing all this. Florida, some 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 legislators, state senators are doing it, but um, he just seems but- like he's trying to placate too many the le- the right wing of the party. At the same time, he's trying to you know look like he's pro business, and he is pro business. People in Florida really like him. People are moving to Florida. There's so much positive about Florida. You know, give me an example. Keep in mind too, the mainstream media, whatever that is, right? People like to say the mainstream media has been. I can tell you what it is. You know. Has <laughs> you know what it is? It's national. It's has national been looking co- to find everything. Has been looking to find everything negative about DeSantis for the last year and a half, uh-huh, right? Because yeah. they know he was at that time and maybe still the biggest threat to Joe Biden or the Democrats winning the presidency for the second time. So everything's negative. Oh, to say like any any Florida story right now, even if he has nothing to do with it, it's his picture if it's negative, right? It's just so it's you know it is what it is. But when you're running for president, that 
that's what comes with this. Right. Now, you, you hope it's the, like I'll give you the NAACP story this week. Okay. The NAACP came out and said there's a travel warning, an official travel ban or travel warning to, for, for black people to travel to Florida. Okay. Every major news organization picked it up and ran with it. Some, many, did not even provide DeSantis's quote or his administration's quote, countering what the NAACP said. Number one, the NAACP doesn't issue travel bans. They made a mockery of us when, when, when the, the State Department or there's a serious travel ban, you want people to pay attention to that. This was a politically motivated statement or so-called travel ban the week DeSantis is going to announce his presidency. Okay. Yet it's a new story because they did it, but it has to be done in context. There has to be balance to the story. And you have to then ask the NAACP, have they issued travel bans before? If not, why? Where there's heavy violence in the cities, in some cities in this country or what have you. Um, but, you know, again, because it was anti-DeSantis. Uh, and that doesn't mean some of the things the NAAC is concerned about as it relates to black individuals who live in Florida don't deserve merit. That's not my point. My point is a travel ban. Come on. Like, it's just political. And they're a political organization. So, anyway, it's just... We have a lot What's to rant phrase? about. Wait a minute. But wait, I want to go back to one thing. because, And then we, we have a lot of sports yeah. to talk about, some local things. So, okay, right now where the polls stand, although I don't believe half the polls. But, you know, Biden continues to drop. A lot of people very yeah. upset 30, still. Is, I think it was like 36% again this week in, in, in a major poll. Because of inflation, the economy. Of course, they say, oh, no, we're not headed to a recession. But yeah. I also think it's him. Let's stop blaming all these others. His policies are weak, have been. And- He's just, he doesn't answer questions. He, he's, there's serious concern about his age. And um, so. Okay. So, so Tim Scott enters the race. Uh, supposedly uh, DeSantis is going to announce Trump remains the front runner. So right now, as of now, you think Trump and Biden are the nominees. Yeah, as of right now. So, so depressing. I know, I know. It's very depressing. It really is. It's it's kind of comical. It's really depressing. While we're on the topic of ageism, um, <sighs> Senator Feinstein, it, it, oh, isn't it God. sad? It's so what sad. Embar- it's like, so awful, isn't it? it and, <sighs> what is she doing? It's so Why? 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 Well, can we also Why? have a conversation? Do you think maybe, and maybe, I don't know. I mean, people don't know when to quit, do they? I mean, it evokes... When- like, she's 90. I what know. are we doing? She's sick. I feel bad for her. Oh, it's so sad. It's, it's becoming it's becoming embarrassing. Go back to California. What are you doing? Let Gavin put somebody <laughs> hey, up. Gavin, yeah. This isn't hard. Like, what are you doing? In what world does a 90-year-old? What world? 
I have to say, I... How about term limits? I know. How I'm about... really for them. I think after seeing her and them wheeling her, it's like, God, term limits. And the same with, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg did this. I mean, you know, she had cancer how many times? And, you know, she wouldn't resign. I mean, it just was like... Yeah, but her And I know Diane's done. I, I, yeah, but it doesn't I, matter. It doesn't... No, we wouldn't I, but be... I will say, in, 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 in Ginsburg's case... You could debate whether she should retire so Obama could Oh, for have... God's sake. She was 80-something years old. These people don't know when to fucking oh, quit. They yeah. don't. And, it, and if she had resigned while Obama was president, we would have abortion rights federally. It's so nuts. Not to take away she did. Ruth Bader Ginsburg did a lot of great things. But that was her Achilles heel. I mean, and here we are. It's it, Senator Feinstein, it's so sad. You've done great service for this country. You should have given it up three years ago. I mean, they don't know when to quit. It's so awful. It just is like so frustrating. But but what's amazing to me is she ran when she was like 86, 87. Who votes for her? I have no (laughs) idea. I have no idea. And it's not, I don't think it's even ageism at this point. It's like. Sarah, will we still will, will you and I still be doing this podcast when I'm 86? Hell fucking no. I hope not. I hope you're like retired down to the villages and you and Kristen are swingers. I mean, go live your life. You know, I mean, like, no, we better not be doing or you know what? It's it's different when you're like when we're doing a podcast where we rant. Okay, fine. Yeah, if you, and by if the you way, want to I don't be serve, I won't this- be serving I won't be serving constituents at that point. Right. Exactly. I won't be voting on bills. I won't have to have, you know, it's like I feel so bad for Fetterman too. Like, what's he doing? Like, why? Like, what? Did you see his? Did you see his interview on? No, uh, I haven't seen the latest. No. I mean, his. Uh, he was questioning uh, on the on the uh, Senate Oversight Committee or whatever. No, I was remember. it bad? Oh, it was terrible. Terrible. He wasn't making any sense. The you know, like I felt bad for him. I certainly felt bad for the guy who was questioning. Like, what are we doing? It just goes to show you, too, right? I mean, I guess it's sad even for President Biden. It's like they don't even have anybody in the Democratic Party that they feel like could step up and pretend. No. You know, it's not like he can say, look, I'm in my I'm going to be in my 80s. Listen, I, you the know. Dems are loving. They're loving Trump. They're loving the polls. For well, Trump. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, who? I mean. Oh, I'm I'm hoping for a miracle. Somebody Did you see Trump step up, though? Trump please. actually said nice things about Tim Scott and Just killed DeSantis knows. in the same time. Because he, he knows Tim Scott's not going to be him. And would Tim Scott be his vice president? You know what? Would That's he... an interesting, very interesting. I, you know. I, I was just going to say Trump smarter than people think, and and maybe he is. The thoughts that he's going to pick a Carrie Lake or somebody like that or a uh, M- um, MTG or Bobert. No. Tim Scott on Trump's ticket, assuming Tim Scott would even want to do that. I know. I, I don't think Tim Scott's could be Could be very interesting. Could be. He won't pick DeSantis. Two egos. Two. He's not going to pick somebody else from Florida. Um you know, nuanced Republican from South Carolina. Um, could be very interesting. I feel like it would be more Tim Scott and Ron DeSantis teaming up, don't you think? Like, I could see them teaming yeah, up. And... Maybe, maybe. But, you know, 
you know, I, listen, I don't know Tim Scott at all. Uh, yeah, like, I don't, right. I, I very rarely have I seen him, you know, but I, you got a chance to be vice president with a, with someone who can only run for one term. You're four years away from the presidency if Trump and Scott somehow beat Joe Biden. You're Tim Scott. You're like, I don't know. why not? I'll be the VP. Who gives a shit, right? Why not go for it? I mean, think about that. If Trump and Scott win, in four years, Scott's running for president as the incumbent VP. Because Trump can only serve four years. I know, but it's just Trump is just, I don't know that anyone wants to be associated with him. He's just so. But if you're Tim Scott, you're saying, yourself, okay. I've been a senator in South Carolina. Yeah, but you're going to go I'm, four years of getting nothing done. Trump Trump just walks around in circles. I mean, it's just... It, well, it's either that or he's going back to be a senator in South Carolina because he's not winning without Trump. <laughs> All right. Well, let's... Anyway. Let's talk some sports really quick. Um, you know, of course, in my house, uh, I'm sure like yours, sports are on 24-7. So... Yep. Um, PGA Championship. Oh, Schman awesome. was all, oh, Schman was so excited. Amazing. I just amazing. Just all the, okay. first of all, the course, the course was spectacular. Okay. I've actually, I was fortunate. I played the course in 1998 when I lived in Buffalo, New York. Amazing course. They've since changed a lot of holes around and, and done a bunch of things to the course. Uh, I just was all into it. And then, you know, the Kepka score story. Great. But the Michael Black story, you know, a club pro from um, from California um, just becomes the story of the weekend, makes the cut, not only makes the cut, is in the top 10, 12. Not only that, playing with Roy McElroy, Roy McElroy on the final day, uh, gets a freaking hole-in-one on 15. Like... You couldn't write – if you were writing a movie from scratch, you could not have – That's what would, Dan said, like, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dan said it was like amazing. But wait a minute, wait a minute. <clears throat> what does this mean – because Brooks Kepka signed with Live Tour. What does this mean for PGA Live Tour? I, I, tell us. What I are said your it's obviously good for the Live Tour. Uh, you know, the real debate is not Live versus PGA. It's the Ryder Cup is this year. So – the, the 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 American golfers who've gone to live are eligible to play in the Ryder Cup because you're playing for your country. You're not playing for a tour. And I believe that Kepka, Dustin Johnson have every right to expect, especially maybe Kepka's Kepka's case right now. I mean, he played extremely well at the Masters, was in the lead going into the final round of the Masters. He's now won the PGA, his fifth major. He's clearly top five to seven American golfer right now. There's no way Zach Johnson, who's the captain of the Ryder Cup team, should keep Kepka off because of the fact that Kepka went to play for Liv. Uh, just shouldn't even enter into the conversation. I will. He's going to be under a lot of pressure to not add Kepka from the PGA. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I think he should be on the Ryder Cup for sure. I mean, Dustin Johnson went, I believe, 4-0-1 or 5-0 okay. at the last Ryder Cup. It was like ridiculous. He won every. He won both Thursday match or both Friday matches, both Saturday matches, and I think he won on Sunday a single match. So 
Uh, we'll see that Michael Block, uh, then he gets two exemptions. So the Colonial, which is this weekend, calls him up. It's on video. They invite him. They had a special exemption. Oh, yeah. And then the RBC Canadian Open invites him. 46-year-old country club pro. It's actually a public course that he's not even a country club. It's a public course in, in I think it's Mesa, California. Okay. Uh, or no, is it Mesa? No. Anyway, um, so just a fantastic story. Um, so, yeah, so great sports weekend. You know, NBA's coming down. You know, Denver Nuggets last night clinched 4 0. Looks like the Miami Heat are going to beat the Celtics, which is a shock. Uh, the hockey, you know, you know, I don't know if the NHL is going to love, uh, you know, the, 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 the Florida Panthers against, um, you know, um, Van, um, Vegas. That's what it looks like right now. Uh, Dan must be excited about Champions League. Man City playing sure. Inter. Oh. Man City, who just won the Premier League, has a chance to win the <laughs> FA Cup and has a chance to win the. Um, I, I, I believe me. I mean, I've stopped asking. You know, I mean, he loves sports twenty four seven. If if we're not watching it, we have to listen to Pardon My Takes. So you know, I <sighs> he loves it. Uh, you know, again, I always say when I bury Schman, it will be at a sports bar because that is fine. That's good. That's put really his ashes, <laughs> put his ashes on a soccer field. Uh, you know, and I'm going to bury him with a giant television uh, with the Detroit Lions on because that's what he he loves sports. We have to watch 24 seven. So, um, all right, Patrick, anything else? What other any other news uh, sports just, things? Yeah. No, I don't I don't think so. Just. Um... It's going to be an interesting, I think, you know, the next two to three months, get through the summer, and then I think it's, woo, here we go. Really? Presidential election. Oh, the debt ceiling. We haven't talked about it. Oh, yes. About it. Oh, my gosh. What do you think? Completely what do you think? I mean, I, I think don't think gets, they're going to. I think he gets done. I think. Um, of course. They always do this, right? When's the last time America's defaulted? They're, they're not going to default. Of the course is, not. It's such a do, stupid do the Republicans, news story. Do the Republicans get anything in terms of concessions? Or do the Republicans, you know, when you have the bully puppet like the president does, okay. as much as I think the Republicans and McCarthy have played this fairly well in terms of getting it passed through the House to have concessions, obviously it's not going to become, it's not going to pass, pass. Um, I don't think it got to the floor. Um so the question is, who gets the blame? And I think right now, I saw a poll that said both pretty much equally would get the blame, right? Uh, so I think he gets done. I think there'll be there'll be a way for the Republicans to claim victory and a way for the White House to claim victory. And I think they'll move on and uh, they'll get it passed. So... But, you know, like everything, it goes to the, you know, the 11th hour and uh, they have to increase it. They just do. So it's a question is who holds out the longest, right? Um, So so we'll see. They love um, a good – what I know, whatever. It's like it's more for drama. Um, Okay, Patrick, where do people follow you? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Bye, Patrick.